What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ. And his guest that never left, Sarah. And you're listening to Broadway with AJ. And Sarah. Welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so Sarah, story time with Sarah. Oh my gosh. I don't. There's got to be some sort of okay, story. Okay, so on. we went, <laughs> and this will tie into our show today. So I took my kids uh, down to Disneyland. Yes. And, um, you know, we were excited. You know, I, I love Halloween at Disneyland. And my, actually, it was just me and my two boys, and then my parents came along. They'd never been to Halloween at Disney. And we've been like, a bunch of times we went and on you've done the disney we did the halloween cruise. cruise last year like um and that's why chris my husband was like no hard pass like you can <laughs> you can take the kids like save let's save us a thousand dollars and i just will not go <laughs> so we're talking about you know uh we're in california adventure we're in disneyland and just having a great time and we um come back home like we take the early flight on monday morning so the kids can still be zombies at school, you know, mm-hmm. and not be absent for school. We get off the plane and Tristan just like takes this deep breath and he's like, oh, it's so good to be back in California. And I was like, <laughs> um, we were in California. He goes, really? And I go, yeah, we were California Adventure and Disneyland. He goes, I thought we were in Florida. And I was like, no, we didn't go to Disney World. And he, he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm positive on this one. I'm positive we were just on like an hour, 15 minute flight. Like, yes, we just came from Anaheim, sir. And I'd even like said like, because I went to UC Irvine, which is right by the Orange County Airport. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's my school, guys. We'll, we'll go and visit it one of these days, you know. So we had made so many references to California and yet the first thing he says when we got off the plane was he's so glad, so, to, be so back glad to be back in California. Like he missed the air, the smog. <laughs> the, the, the pollution, the air of the Bay Area. Yeah. So that was that was my Disney weekend. And um, oh, guys, we were busy because like these things now it like really interrupts our lives when either of us do anything on the weekends because then we don't have a show weekend and then we have to do like two the week before or something. I know. I know. We haven't we haven't like our recording schedule has kind of been odd because we have tried to schedule it on weeks that we're both not doing anything, but then sometimes we don't have shows. And uh, yeah, next week we're going to see... No, we're going to see Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd, which I'm excited about. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm excited. So that's at Sunnyvale Community Players. And I saw that they had... A promo code. They had a promo code. So I do want to look that up. Um, and we're going on Saturday? That'll be the opening night. So if you're there mm-hmm. and you're listening, just come say hi to us because we'll be there. It, okay. I think it was in there. Um, I feel like it was in their story, but now it just is saying, I, get your tickets. I kind of feel like it was in the email because I got an email. And then I feel like it said, I, okay, I want to say, oh my God, now I'm going through the backlog of the story. <laughs> 25%. Well, that was two weeks ago. That promo code is not going to be valid anymore. Okay. Well, 40% off opening weekend t- tickets. Use code Sweeney. S-W-E-E-N-E-Y. Okay. So if you want to come this weekend, if you want to see us and hang out with us, um, 
or if you want to avoid us, we're coming on, <laughs> yeah, we're coming on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> so either try and come on Saturday to see us. And if you want to avoid us, but use a promo code, then I guess you're coming to the matinee on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> or they could avoid us at the, the opening night on uh, Saturday. <laughs> Who's avoiding eye contact? Who's <laughs> then, avoiding then we'll eye contact? <laughs> So Sarah and I, we went to Three Below, mm-hmm. which I, I feel like a lot of people don't really know about Three Below because the people that I did tell that I was going yeah. had never really heard about it. And it's a really cool theater downtown. Used to be owned by the folks that run ran the... Um, Retrodome. The Retrodome. And um, which is, you know, kind of like a nostalgic Bay Area theater that was in one of those domes that they're now tearing down all over. Over by Westgate. Yeah, right? like Westgate, Winchester mm-hmm. area. So what they did here at this theater, if you've never been there, is they basically took an old movie theater... And, and just made, you know, a stage out of one of the theaters. So the the place that we went to go see was inside a, basically it was inside a movie theater, but mm-hmm. it has a stage set up for stage shows. And it's the place that we went and saw Great Comet, if you remember our first. I, our first, our actually I listened to, to it a couple of weeks ago. You did? Oh yeah. God. But this, okay, so this auditorium though is, it's, I've seen a couple, besides Natasha, I've seen some other mm-hmm. shows there, and that's the one that they always use for, you know, like stage. stage shows. But they do have, like, movies there, and they do some, like, indie films. I feel like they maybe do a couple of mainstream, but they also do, like, a lot of the the throwback films and the classics mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So if you're into that, it's a good place. Not, like, black and white classics, like Indiana Jones type things. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Shannon said that they're doing a um, Moulin Rouge mm-hmm sing-along oh thing God. what was that that was such a big burp jesus <laughs> it was aj <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the blame for that one Sarah. <laughs> i'm a lady uh, she did, but she wanted to do it off mic but it's probably end up no but like, <laughs> my headphones are really i'm on a short why, leash why are here. your headphones so short because remember i forgot to put them back in my giant suitcase the other ones that i usually use oh yes okay Anyways, there's a Moulin Rouge thing <laughs> happening there um, for New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. That sounds really fun. And actually, a couple of years ago, um, they were actually at another intermediary location before they came to this place on 2nd Street. They were down the street on 2nd Street, closer to the Hammer. Oh, okay. Um, and I went to a, uh, for my birthday, me and a bunch of family and friends went to a Mary Poppins sing along oh, and quote along and it was great so we all dressed up like my kids were like chimney sweeps and I was Aww. and my mom had like a votes for women like sash on and stuff That's so they so do cool. a lot of fun stuff like this and disenchanted was um no different honestly I was kind of like I guess let's go see it like let's give something a try but I knew nothing about this show um but like halfway through the first act I was like this is great yeah, I was going to say, it. I was genuinely surprised at how much I was enjoying it. I will say, and this isn't to the cast, I actually think that the act one was better than the act two as far as like the comedy level. But that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, any critique on the cast per se. I think that was more just like on the actual show itself. Like I thought the comedy in the first act was just quicker, wittier, but really there's something in it for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. there's a few raunchy jokes. There's a few just like, you know, obvious things that you could point out in a princess and a Disney princess that would just be, you know, odd. Yeah. Like the whole, I mean, when Belle came out and sang the whole bestiality thing, like that was funny. Because it's like, you know, it's never really addressed. So right? it's kind that's of, and true. then, and then you know, like Milan being gay, <laughs> like that's kind of like a thing that, you know. And Cinderella ends up being 
attracted to Mulan at the end. So I don't know where <laughs> she falls on the spectrum. I don't know where but... that falls into. But and then also like Cinderella just being like a total like ditz the whole show. Yes. Kind of felt. And I have to say though, my favorite cast member was was the gal who played Sleeping Beauty. I thought she was hilarious. She was. She, she just was her really mannerisms funny. were so because she almost was like this, um, kind of like. Like a Melissa McCarthy type of funny, where like it was just like she had a lot of physical humor. Physical she, humor and her mm-hmm. facial expressions, though, like honestly, they were well timed. Yes, and they she was just she was great. And so there were three actresses: Sleeping Beauty, uh, Snow White, and Cinderella that played those three princesses, and they were not really narrators, but they kind of were like the presenters. Right, because it was it was vaudevillian style mm-hmm. is what they exactly. had described it as, and so it was very, it was almost kind of like a cabaret feel, like you know, like each character would come on stage and sing their song, and then kind of blend into the background of like this, like you know, very small ensemble of female. I, I don't know if they were supposed to have more people in the cast or. I don't know because was... so there were the three main, and then there were three other women that um, played a bevy of other princesses. Right. Because the entire, the pre- I guess we haven't really said this, the premise of the show is these Disney princesses are saying, you know what, we don't love how we were portrayed by, you know, our Papa Walt. Yes. Um, <laughs> and these are the issues we have with it. And I feel like, I mean, it's nothing revolutionary that people are like, oh, princesses, like, there are some some issues. There are. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, but they were just, yeah, they were poking fun at it. It. I mean, it's not like it wasn't painting Disney in like a great light, but it also wasn't anything where I'm like, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to Disneyland again. Like, I well, to me, it just reminded me. Yeah, no, I mean, I still love. To me, it just reminded me of like that SNL skit that they did with like when the when they like yeah. did the you know when Kristen Wiig was like Cinderella or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of made fun of it. Like to me, I thought it was really just kind of like lighthearted and fun. I didn't really think that it was like anti-Disney. No. No. It was just making fun of the fact that these characters are like super just, mm-hmm. you know, perfect. And, you know, they don't want to be perfect maybe or whatever. Right. So uh, I definitely think, so we have um, Shannon Guggenheim, who is one of the owners of Three Below. She played mainly Ariel. Like I think that was mainly her role, but then she, also played Belle and Rapunzel. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And she was great. She was, I think, my favorite. She's funny. I mean, I, I, I think she's hilarious. And I think she also did the choreography for the show, too. So, mm-hmm. um, and, then, and then there was two other gals, Juanita and um, the other female who played Mulan, oh. who also doubled as roles. Juanita played Jasmine and... I'm almost there. I'm almost she, there. She played Jasmine and Tiana, the frog princess, if, if that's what mm-hmm. you want to call it. And then the gal who played Mulan. And that's Aiko uh, Yamamoto. Okay. And she played Mulan and Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so Pocahontas' song was actually not really, I didn't really find it funny, but I don't think it was supposed to be funny, right? It was supposed to be more like, I just want my story told honestly. Yeah, I mean... I can't tell because you know what? So Aiko did her first song that she came out was Mulan. And that one was funny. That one was hilarious. Yes. So I kind of agree with you because like the the song was funny, but Aiko's delivery of the song was just well timed. Yes. I mean, everybody in the cast really did have really good comedic timing. I feel like that is something you would need to vet out in auditions. Mm -hmm. Like, because some of the lines just were only funny because of the way they were delivered. So I'm wondering, so obviously Aiko is good with comedic timing. She's a good actress. But yeah, I agreed that Pocahontas, I was like, "Uh, okay, 
Not, not my favorite song. Well, so I don't maybe think it was just the song. I was going to say, I don't think it's supposed to be funny, though, because I was listening to the words and I didn't. But, you know, actually, it, it, I think it was. I mean, the whole show, I think, was supposed to be funny. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just the material of that song because there was a few jokes in it. But I think the delivery of the Mulan song was much funnier. And mm-hmm. I felt the same way about the Jasmine one. Like I was I was more. I was more into Juanita when she sang the Frog Princess song as opposed to the Jasmine one. Like certain songs were were not as funny. So Jasmine, <laughs> so okay, guys, she comes out it and was physical it was comedy. it was it was a great like um, costume that they had constructed, and costumes played a big role in the show in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but she came out and like the top half of her was in like a Jasmine thing, and the bottom half she was in like some reddish colored um, pants. But then she had this full carpet like as like a belt like it was suspended onto her and then she had these little like stuffed legs like so that she looked like she was you know kind of like on this carpet but she would move the legs and it was kind of like supposed to be a funny thing but her her legs were almost becoming detached at some point in time and she was was having issues with one of the shoes and i thought it was funny because she was like Oh my God, this shoe, I just can't keep it on. Like, and it was not like a line in the song. She was just getting frustrated with the shoe, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And uh, several of them did that like during the show. There was a know, few moments. Like I think Shannon came up to me at one point and did the little joke thing. I don't know if that was... Was that part of it? Do I you thought, remember? But the, yeah, she, I, but I was like, I think it's supposed to come off as like candid moment like where she's like i've never told that joke before but it's like the other people on stage didn't seem to be phased by it so i'm not sure if she told that joke before but like does that thing where she she interrupts it she did say look i can i can stand here the whole time and they won't move until i start the next line or whatever right but that's what makes but that's what makes me think that that is like that might have been part of the show a part of it like Mm -hmm. so maybe not that actual joke but um and they had the same thing actually we had the same seats as we had for natasha i was just gonna say that we had the exact same seats they have a catwalk it was not utilized quite as much as natasha pierre but um like an appropriate amount um so we had a catwalk right in front of us and then the catwalk tees in the middle and it connects to the stage so they they did utilize it they had some audience participation sort of stuff um aj almost got hit with a costume again it was Mm -hmm. great this time it was during the number big tits Oh, wait, no, then it was also during, which one was the dominatrix one that you also the had a tangled whip? One. That, oh, yeah, I almost had a whip to my face. But I think that was, I love that that they had Rapunzel as like this like, oh, like yeah. German dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Like it was just hilarious the way that they timed that. She did. I do genuinely think she hit her shin harder than she meant to. That was, And then she was like, ow. Yeah, because like I heard it and she's like, ah. Like, and yes. that seemed not to be like a comedic, like. Thing that just seemed to be a genuine reaction. Well, yeah, because then pain. she said, "Damn, that hurt." And then I believe um, it. But then, but then also there was I I don't know if you remember this moment, but the Cinderella like the because the, the music was like kind of awkwardly timed throughout the. And I will say, Lily, if you're listening, She's been awesome. you did a great job. I could yeah. never would have known that you know you stepped in to do the sound truthfully, except for the um, fact that she told us. Except for the fact that she told us, but. um there was a moment where like the music wasn't playing and then the Cinderella was like, play. <laughs> and it started going, I don't know if you remember that. I but. remember it, but I, it was one of those. And so I guess this is awesome that, you know, I'm not sure if it was part of it because everything in the show, like even though it was completely ridiculous, like it these characters, they, they all made it feel like organic and um, nothing felt, 
nothing felt like they felt awkward. You know, sometimes you can feel when actors and actresses feel awkward in the storyline, in their character, and and it didn't feel like that. It felt like these ladies were embracing these ridiculous characters and really just having fun with them. And Mm -hmm. when you see somebody enjoying what they're doing, like, it's hard to not enjoy it, you know, yourself. And Mm -hmm. I feel bad because I feel like this is a show that, like, I'd never heard of before. I've talked to like several people since because I was like, I posted, I was like, please go see it. You know, if you have not thought about it. And like a lot of people commented back to me and were sending me messages like, oh yeah, I kind of saw a flyer or something about this, but I wasn't going to go see it because I hadn't, didn't know anything about it. So um, I don't think that they're not like advertising it because it seemed like a lot of people had heard about it. Right. And you know, what's funny is I was scrolling on Broadway World the other day, mm-hmm. like looking at some news and disenchanted came up on there so they they have some ads out there for it okay that are that are you know tailored to the show and like it says like a disney parody or whatever yeah i i highly encourage people to go out and see it because it's it's not only is it a great theater but um it's it's just a great like if you want to laugh the whole time they go, the, everybody was laughing i mean at one point it was yeah. silent and then there was this one lady that <laughs> laughed and then we all laughed because it was the way she wouldn't her stop reaction too. yeah and they have like enough like it's not like completely audience participatory. Like there's this one point in time where they like have like a sing-off type thing. Yes. But it, I mean, they do it I'm, and I'm not going to spoil it because I think part of it is not knowing what's going to happen there. Right. But the sing-off just ended up being like this hilarious thing. And it's not something where somebody like me that like, I really don't love audience part. Like I like to be on stage and I like to be in the audience. But not when we're I, in the I audience don't, do we want to participate. I don't like both really. <laughs> but it was enough, it was like gentle enough our audience participation where it was like everybody, they weren't singling out people. You really didn't have to do anything crazy. Um, oh, but remember my napkin waving for Wizard for, I was Oz? just going to mention that. Oh my that. God, can I bring a napkin to, when we see it at Sunnyvale? <laughs> yeah, I should hold up the yellow brick road. Get it started. Nobody brought theirs? Nobody brought theirs? Okay, okay. By the way, I'm really curious to see, like, do you think Palo Alto will do... It's classic. It's classic, okay. I've seen the promo Which photos. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. I, well, I think I it'll be it was, interesting compared yeah, to. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I was actually shocked when we did go. Not to say that it was bad, but I was shocked when we did you see You didn't that. even know if it was a musical. Oh, well, I just don't consider that a musical, like, because I feel I like... I feel like it's one of the most famous musicals. Well, you're right. I just mean, like, I just meant, like, it wasn't, like, on Broadway as, like, a, you know, a, a musical. Like, it was a movie musical is what I mean. Okay. But but I do I do consider it, like, now I know what you're saying. Like, I consider it a musical in the sense that it has Over the Rainbow and, like, If I Only Had a Brain and, you know... Music. Being, yes. And dancing. Yeah, yes. it's, like, <laughs> it's super classically a musical. It's super classically... I guess I just didn't classify it as like a stage musical, but but it was on stage. But it was at, it was one of them that was an after movie, right? So they did it after because then they added like the Jitterbug, which I, I had never even heard of that song. Which I hope they do not have that song. In I there. don't know. But we are going to talk to for that show. We're going to talk to the director, um, and her husband plays the cowardly lion. So oh, the Reeds. Oh, that'll be fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to talk to the Reeds hopefully, um, and they're both amazing people. Is that the gal I met? At the opening of Matilda? No. Oh, okay. That was somebody else. I don't, well, I don't think... No. No. I don't think she was at Matilda. But um, her husband was the um, was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. And she was one of the silly girls. Okay. So... Well, he was fabulous as the Beast. Oh, no. He's like... He's just very... They're both very talented. Mm-hmm. And she's also an arts educator, so... Okay. Well, that'll, that'll be fun. We can discuss, like, you know... 
Yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, back to Disenchanted. Sorry, not to... We, we're we, on Tangent we, we, City we, we, today. Yes, we are. Wow. Okay, so um, the last time Sarah and I went, we saw the great comment. And I want to say, the one gal who was playing Cinderella, I think her name was... I think it's pronounced Osher. Um, she, I was really cool to see her, like, because in the great comment, she was in a supporting role. Or, like, I think even, like, she, a super minor role. And then in yeah, this one, like she was, like, a lead role. And I think she was hilarious. Like, and it was a, a very different character. Because her very other different. character was very somber and pensive and kind of a downer, if I remember right, correctly. Right, because she played I mean, um, she did a good Mary, job at it. Yeah. Um, who is, like, part of Andre's family. Andre. Um, <laughs> I just, I keep hearing, I'm like, Mary's been, Mary is plain. And then Andre's family, totally messed up. <laughs> Where, okay, <laughs> Dimples is in something else right now. Dimples. The guy. He is such a sweetheart. You he know, he, is. he follows know. us on Instagram. I know he's such a sweetheart and he's so charmingly handsome. He's so handsome. And um, I believe he lives in New York though, right? I don't know, but I saw him he's doing something coming up here because he was in my feed recently and I was like, Oh, I know those dimples. And <laughs> you played Balaga. <laughs> hey Balaga, oh Balaga. Are we talking about the same person? Yeah. You know the guy with no. Like the... I'm talking about gold pants. Are you talking about gold pants? Oh, I'm talking no. about gold pants. Yes, yes, he's in Sound of I'm Music. I'm not talking about the guy that whipped you in the face with his coat. That was funny though. You have to admit it was very funny. And yeah, he was handsome too. Um, I was going to say he was really handsome. Okay, no, you're talking yeah. about. Um, the, I'm talking about dimples. The guy who played yeah. um, Andre, right? Or no, no, no. He played no. Anatole. Anatole. That's and it. he's in Sound of Music at Hillbarn. That's, that's why I saw his face. It. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Robert Lopez is in it. I was scrolling and, and his, I saw Robert. And that's yeah. my, that's where I saw it um, on Robert's page because his uh, daughter is going to be Gretel in it. Also, how oh, cute I didn't is see that? that? How Maybe cute is that? We should go see that. Yeah, we definitely should go see it. Okay. We should definitely go see that. Um, but that's where I saw Dimples. Yeah. Well, anyways. you know what's funny is I I kind of I kind of have a bone to pick with Hillbarn, and I think I think I should talk about it on here because. I auditioned for Rent and I didn't hear anything back. And then I heard that they the show is casted. So they didn't even like... I think that that's kind of common though. No, but there was like several of us that had auditioned. Like I, I can count five people on my hand who had auditioned and never but heard I, back. I th- but I think that that's common to not hear back if you don't get anything. Really? I feel like yeah. you would even get like a response like, thank you for auditioning or thank you for submitting. No. Really? Yeah. I feel okay. So I mean, well, I am. I am. To be fair, I am new to like the adult. Okay. Community. Yeah. So I guess I don't know as much in theater. I guess I'm just. I know more because, um, like Xander auditioned for. I honestly hasn't submitted anything in like a year. Meaning mm-hmm. I haven't submitted it for anything in like a year. But he was doing a lot of like uh, movie and like, like film and that kind of stuff auditions. And I mean, like, well, that you probably just don't hear back from. Yeah, right? but I, I guess I just kind of got used to it. Like, you hear back, you get callbacks, you're asked to send in another reel, like, awesome. And even then, like, if you make it to like the callback stages and are interviewing with like, you know, production crew and stuff like that, or the director or producers, and then like, then you'll just be off the face of the earth, never hear back. You know, yeah, it just seems so, so I just, weird for like a community theater to to not even acknowledge your submission or, but you know, I mean. I've never been there, so I don't know what their shows are like. I'd love to go and support Sound of Music, and I also love to go support Rent, even though. Um, <laughs> oh, he's so salty about I'm it, guys. So, I am salty about. It. I know other people who are salty about it, so <laughs> I'm not going to name names. But, but I, one of our friends. I'm fine. <laughs> one, one of our friends is is in it. So who's um, in it? Well, I don't know if I could say yet because they haven't like announced the cast. So I'll tell oh, you after. Well, join our Patreon, and you can yeah, hear join that. our. We should start <laughs> a Patreon. <laughs> 
we do not need one more thing to do. Um, no. so, <laughs> okay, Dan. Oh, but somebody bought some of our merchandise. Yes. And you're you're thinking it's your aunt? I think it's my aunt. Oh, that's so cute. And I don't even know if my aunt listens to the podcast. I think she just bought it. To oh, us. speaking of, Does I your have aunt a listen? Yeah, my aunts listen, but remember last time I was like, my parents don't even listen. I think they do. They do listen, and I need to give a huge apology. I'm so sorry, Mom. Because I was telling her about this, like, at Disneyland, because um, she had said something. She goes, you told that story about Dad. And I was like, what story about Dad? And I go, oh, my God, are you listening to the podcast? She goes, yes, I listened to it. I told you I listened to it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm such an asshole. Well, and they was, even told me when I came and uh, saw them. They were like, oh, we love the podcast. And I was like, Sarah, I feel like they listened to it. <laughs> Such an asshole, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, mom and dad. Actually, I I just don't know. So she says she listens to it when she's cooking dinner and stuff because she doesn't need to like pay attention. She was like, you told that story about dad going backstage. Apparently, I got the show wrong and some some details, but the spirit of the story was still, was still there. Correct. Uh, and, I enjoyed that story. And by, by the, way. the way, this is most of my stories, guys. <laughs> um, please do not fact check them. I mean, if you want to fact check go ahead just know that i just fill in details where my memory is not great and my memory <laughs> is not great so well you know <laughs> turns I, out i didn't go to disneyland last week <laughs> i just take your word for it all the time I'm just like, i mean the spirit of it so here's my big apology i'm so sorry mom and dad because they do listen to it and then i told her i was like oh my gosh i literally just was like on the podcast going my parents don't even like listen to it so sorry mom I love you. Thank you so much for your continued support. <laughs> My parents don't listen to it. So. You said that your mom listened to. No, she listened to part she of the Beetlejuice. trailer. She listened to part of the Beetlejuice one, and then she just like didn't. You know, I mean, oh. she doesn't really like. I mean, she doesn't really go to theater that much. She's going with me, I believe, to see Grinch, but I don't even know if we're gonna talk about that in here. Like, I just, I'm just going for fun. I'm not going to see Grinch. <laughs> I know you're not. I'm or not. Mamma Mia. <sighs> I I could be talked into Mamma Mia. Well, you just can't go on the night that I'm going. Yeah, probably not. But um, We're, life is just busy. I don't know. D- no, this these next couple months are super busy. Yeah. Um, I need peace. I need people to start doing shows at seven a.m. That works into my schedule a lot easier. Seven a.m. Yeah, let's do like you know like a seven a.m. production of The Sound of Music. That's then I'm out before lunch. <laughs> I could move on with my day. Yeah, that well, was... maybe I might not be out before lunch with Sound of Music, but you know, <laughs> is it? It's not that long of a show. It's like two hours and forty-five minutes, right? Well, that's I guess that's pretty long. It, at least I'm not sure that's including the intermission. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It goes on. It's almost as long as the war itself. it is a long show and don't get me wrong guys i love the sound of music but i need like 10 years in between each viewing of it because then i remember like oh yeah like you need to hunker down get ready for some butt lock in the middle of it (laughs) oh by the way this is totally just jumping around but i'm I'm so sorry for south bay (laughs) musical theater that they had to cancel the rest of their run of that was so sad um I, i i really think that they had a great show there and I um. Now I need to show you something. Oh god! Just go on with your story. I know. I was just gonna extend my. I mean, COVID cancellations suck. I mean, we had it for Kinky Boots, so I totally understand it. But um. <laughs> <laughs> You're sharing text messages. Oh god! No, I'm not laughing at the rent COVID cancellation. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> I know. Paint me out to be a bad person. Um, but yes, I I am sorry for them. We will be returning to South Bay Musical Theater to to um to see their production of A Little Night Music in January. So yeah, we'll we'll be going back for that. 
Um, so anyways, back to <laughs> Disenchanted. Should we start our star review? I mean, we kind yeah, of gotten too in depth with it and then we'll... Let's do it. So do you want to start with cast? Oh my God, I don't know why I have to burp so much She's this morning. burping a lot. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, let's start with cast. So out of five, I'm going to give them a five out of five because honestly, these, these women carried a show with, I mean, it was really just about the cast. There was not a lot of choreography. There were not a lot of props. The set never changed. It was, I mean, it was a nice little set, but like you really, they were just standing in front. It was very vaudevillian in that aspect. Um, and they carried the show. And everybody, I think, did a great job of kind of like making the characters human, even in the aspect that, um, I don't want to say like they had bad voices because they didn't have bad voices at all. No. But like nobody was trying to make their voice be like, super perfect like they all had great like they kept their character going through their vocals and i really right. appreciated that i think it was a great job um yeah a five out of five for the cast well sarah i'm gonna copy you i'm, going, I'm shocked <laughs> i'm also going to give it a five i thoroughly enjoyed every single cast member standouts for me i think were cinderella shout out to her and <laughs> Such a boring voice. Cinderella. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the gal who played Sleeping Beauty. I think they both, yeah. you know, but that, you know, th those just, just to give extra people props. But really, you know, I think the cast was standout. I loved that people switched between different roles or or it was, the you know. The, half of them did, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the gals who played like the MC, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, and... Um, uh, Cinderella. Cinderella. They stayed stationary in their costumes and... Mm -hmm. and roles however all the other girls switched at some point and i i feel like everyone did a great job Th there was like there was really no cast mistakes and like you were saying with the whole voice thing it wasn't like they were trying to like make themselves a star in their own i mean it was supposed to be kind of like a parody so a lot of it is supposed to be comedic anyways and i feel like they all did a wonderful job of that mm -hmm. and you can tell that they genuinely all love doing this show you yeah. can just tell it in, in their performance, and, and I appreciated it as an audience member, and I was laughing the whole time. So, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I concur. So for the theater itself, um, I'd give this a 5 out of 5, too. Gosh, I mean, it really – so, um, A, there's validated parking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the garage right above it. Right above it. So you got uh, – just bring down your parking thing. Don't be like me and forget. Um, even though if you forget, you can bring it back down. But then some of us were too lazy to walk downstairs again, knowing they'd have to go back up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so bring your ticket with you if bring you're your considering ticket with going. You. But they have a nice concession stand. They, like, sell beer and wine and that kind of stuff, too. But um, they have gelato. And we got some good gelato there. Yeah. And you're allowed to bring food and drink into the theater. Um the seats are, you know, like, they're like movie theater seats. Well, they're like old school movie theater seats, like the padded ones. They're With not like, and yeah, they're not like recliner or heated or anything. But, um, and I feel like we've had, we've been in row F now twice. And it's a good row, I think. Mm -hmm. It's the price break row. Okay. So the ones in front of us were VIP and the uh, fantastic. We're the first one behind the catwalk. And I mean, that's great because you have like the equivalent of like, I'd say two rows of emptiness for most of the show. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, a really good view. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're looking to get tickets, if there are any spots open in row F, I would really 
recommend getting there. And the lighting and the sound was great. I could hear everything. Uh, They did not have a live band. They had tracks, but they had somebody, it was those tracks where you had somebody actively starting and stopping and doing the pickups. um, And they did a a great job for that. Um, So yeah, I would give the theater a five out of five. I'm also going to give the theater a five. And to everything you just said, I love the... I love the very variation mm-hmm. of concessions. I appreciated it. I like that you can bring the, mm-hmm. the food inside, and it it has like a movie feel. So there's lots of like movie snacks, like popcorn, ice cream. There's coffee, wine, beer, all that kind of thing. And it's a fun lobby. It's a fun lobby. Like there's like games. There's a piano that you can play. There's, there's like a, a puzzle. puzzle. It's it's super. It, I mean, there's props from old shows about. Yes, like Scott, like because I've worked for Scott and Shannon before, and and they're just great people. Um, they they know how to like have like a nice you know family environment, but but something for everybody. You know, like even mm-hmm. if you don't like theater, you can go see a movie. You know, there's this theater is one of those places that you could go like and spend a whole day like watching a movie you know just you know maybe going to see the show later enjoying the whole day it's it's like a really great facility that they have there is parking which is beautiful and the and theater it's is downtown nice. so there's places to go eat close by go to right. original joe's i mean you could go somewhere else but sure. i don't know why you would yeah i mean original joe's is just right go down to the street original joe's and walk there they should sponsor us because we're you know yeah we love them um <laughs> <laughs> work on that one I, I honestly feel like even if you were to sit even a little further back you still would have a, a great oh view. Yeah, yeah no i'm sure you'd have a great view i'm just saying like i feel like sometimes especially when i'm going to a new theater like i want people to tell me where is a good seat right because you know you look at these seating maps and you're like i i don't know centerish well yeah because sometimes it sounds good to be kind of close to the front so that you're not far away but then sometimes you're like bent neck the whole time and so what I will say is I would actually argue that, that that the row F is probably the best row and anything behind it is also good. But I don't know that the VIP section is going to be good for the entire show because then when the gals come out through the catwalk, you're either going to be turning your head or your whole body oh, to look true. at. So, so I will say everything behind the catwalk is probably a good option. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And honestly, in this show, like I said, they didn't use the catwalk a ton. However, in Natasha, Pierre, they used, it was used. They utilized the catwalk, and I enjoyed it. Like right. I really did enjoy it. I was just waiting for you know AJ to get hit yet once again. <laughs> it kept my son awake, having <laughs> people and lights like you know on. But um, yeah, I didn't think about that. If you're in front of row F, then you probably are doing a little bit of like stretching during the show, like twisting around to, yes. to see things, which I mean isn't. Isn't the end of the world. It's not horrible. I mean, you still have a good view, but I would just say that if you want to be, you know, in front of the action the entire time, Mm -hmm. I would sit behind that catwalk, anything behind row F or even in row F, if you can score that, that's great. And I think they just placed us there out of, you know, I I don't really know how they placed us there. It's probably just one of the better seats in the house, but it was good. It was good. Yes. So let's talk about production. So for production, I am going to go ahead and give it a Four out of five, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the tracks. They did fine. I just, I was expecting live music since the last show we had seen did have live music. And you, you know me, I love a live orchestra or a yes. live pit. And I feel like this one could have had one. It, there was nothing in the tracks that was like, could not have been replicated with live musicians. Um, but it's also hard to get 
a live pit and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that was kind of one of the things when they're looking at their budget. Um, I, I would say for production too, um, I, I don't know. And I, I, I liked what they did with the sets. I like, I just felt like, I don't know, maybe more of the stage could be, I, there I don't could even have been know. a little bit more oomph in it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And there were a couple little costuming things that I thought were a little odd, but um, see, now I'm like already regretting it because they're they're just things that I'm like, Sarah, that's just bothering you. And it's not like an actual production. It's not like a production flaw. Yeah. I I don't know. I would give it a 4.5. Yeah, I'm going to bump it up. Okay. I was going to say, you can extend if you want to to whatever I have to say. I, I I liked the costumes to get really specific. Like I liked how... For example, Snow White, it wasn't just like a typical Snow White dress. She like had she pants. had the pants that were really fashionable, but then had like a little skirt around it. Mm-hmm. And and like the princesses had like little, you know, like Sleeping Beauty had like these rhinestone shoes that were just, yeah. you know, cute. and then like at one point Cinderella switched to, uh-huh. I don't know what the significance of that was, but it was funny. Um, Her glass uh, slipper broke. And yeah, but like, like, oh, now I need normal shoes. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like kind of just a I remember play she on. was like, oh, these are understated, but they were like all blinged out. And then did that audience member actually have those or did she just... No, I okay, think that, that was, was a, planned out. And I was wondering if the popcorn was planned out too. It must have been. I, that so. was hilarious. I'll have to ask Shannon. Yeah. I, 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 I pretty much liked all the costumes. Like I think they did a pretty good job of, you know, getting mm-hmm. really close to like what we what we know. It had the spirit of it had the spirit of every every costume every Disney kind of princess. There. Yeah. I, I will say I I the lighting was nice. I just wish that it was utilized a little bit more like in during different moments, you know, cause they had, they had opportunity there to do that. But I don't know if maybe they said the lighting designer was also sick. So like, yeah, it was just mainly a general wash. It was and a general then like wash when and then, people were on, that's how we knew to get our feet off of the catwalk. When like the lights, the would, lights come would come up and we're like, Oh, somebody's about to walk up here. Yes. Put your feet down. <laughs> you know, um, the, the theater surprisingly has pretty good sound for it being a movie no, it theater. Did, yeah. Because I would just, I mean, we said this before and I'll say it again. I genuinely feel like it's like a feedback nightmare in there to do a show like that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have much feedback. There was a little ruffling towards act two, but I, I don't, I think that was just somebody's mic was ruffling against their costume. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I think it was like, uh, it sounded to me like a wig was like hitting in a weird way or yes. something like that, which happens. Yes. But, but other than that, I feel like it was good. And I, I do also agree that this show would have been really fun with an, with like a little small band. Like I, mm-hmm. the music sounded pretty, like it could have been like drums, piano, guitar. Well, cause they even bass. had, they had the three non MC princesses fake playing instruments, which was funny, um, which was, which was funny, but I was like, Oh, well that's a perfect place on stage. And I think it would have been funny, honestly, if they had like had a band that was all male dressed up as princes that would have been a great you know? idea or mm-hmm. had it, you know them all dressed up as villains or something like i feel like it was a moment to just kind of have like this funny other thing or have them dressed up as the mice because she kept talking about how much she hated mice and like you know yes. like there was there was an opportunity there for like an extended joke utilized with it that was, according to sarah it was a missed opportunity it was heard it here for folks <laughs> <laughs> everybody cares <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like production wise, the, like a 4.5 is really good. But the sets, the sets that they had were beautiful. Um, and they really do a great job too at this theater of 
like the entire space was wrapped together with it like and even when you're walking in like down the halls and stuff like that yeah they had old movie posters of all the princesses that were um you know that were utilized in this show um so i I think they did a really they did a really good job with that so i agree bravo and i definitely would love to return to this theater and support them because i feel like they don't get a lot of recognition in the bay area so i i'd love to go and support them again they are doing a sondheim on sondheim concert coming up yeah so if you do want to attend that um attend and let us know how it is um we would love to come back but i think we're gonna just miss it yeah however uh we will we should start doing like when when theaters announce like their seasons we should start like you know kind of like you know sharing it on here just to spread the word yeah um when we find out like their shows and stuff just because i feel like it would help everyone kind of stay in the know of all the theaters doing what anywho um do we have anything else to add sarah I don't know. You just sound like you're making a lot more work for yourself, but that's <laughs> fine. Go for it. It's tabulating. It's tabulating well, everything. Well, let's not get crazy. It'll just be whatever comes to mind. Like, I'm not well, going to write it down. Like, I'm just like, this sounds great. This sounds like a you job right here. Okay. <laughs> Sarah's like, I barely showed up today and we're at my work. <laughs> I'm here. I am here. I am here. I already got dinner in the crock pot. So that's amazing. Good I'm, for you winning life my hands smell like onions <laughs> what did you make in the crock pot um we're having like a beef goulash like stew oh god i can't do that now why you can't do beef stew i can't do beef one but oh, okay beef goulash stew sounds no it's so good well so we're gonna serve it over mashed potatoes it's gonna be great guys love mashed potatoes okay come on over to the duarte's for dinner tonight <laughs> come to the duarte's for dinner <laughs> All right, and and with that, with that, we will see y'all next week <laughs> next for week, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, next week we're is next week Sweeney Todd. Yes, I next week so. is Sweeney Todd. I don't know that we're gonna chat with anybody. I don't think we have any interviews set up for that. But don't forget they have a promo code Sweeney that we believe is still active. For yeah. I think it was just for opening weekend though. So just for this weekend. Um, but come and see it. It's a great show, and it looks like it's going to be a really fantastic cast at Sunnyvale Community Players. Don't forget, they're the people with the giant parking lot. Yes, that we love. <laughs> All right, guys. Till we talk to you next week. See you, suckers. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. As always, follow me on Instagram at Broadway with AJ for my reviews of all the shows we attend. And feel free to message us if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast. Until next time, this was Broadway with AJ and Sarah. Sarah.